Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Truck Robinson, Brian Winters, Joey Devine, Larry Keenan, Paul Westfall, Sean Keen, Randy Smith. Musical guest, new riders of the Purple Sage, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are B-A-C-K back, baby! I don't know why Ooh. I just did that. That was weird and Damn. stupid. Sean Keen, how are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm, I'm psyched up now. Uh, are you as psyched up as Roger Mason Jr. when he hangs out with Qatari investors? Oh my God, he's living. He is living the high life when that happens. <laughs> like I kind of. Uh, he's definitely gonna have free tickets to the World Cup. That's for sure. What isn't that where they have like uh, drones that are clouds to add shade? Yeah, um. and I think I think actually. It's just more like slave labor. They actually, it's the same people who had to build their World Cup facilities in debilitating conditions are now just going to be like, just just attached to balloons, and they're hoping they'll just block the sun with their bodies. <laughs> Those are Robert Mason Jr.'s best friends. It used to be uh, Gary Neal and Richard Jefferson. Now it is, of course, uh, these investors from Qatar that are being sued by the big three. We should explain that story. We'll get to that story later. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
But, Sean, how's your NBA week going? Oh, it's going. You know, I've, I I watched the Warriors lose a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yesterday the games were not tremendous, Joey. No, they were bad. <laughs> they, uh, I just, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but, uh, I don't know, the Thunder and the Kings, you know. The Blazers are on fire. Good job, Blazers. Yeah, Dane Willard. And also, all of the Blazers have, like, they've become, like, the get money team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, all, like every like uh, I think both Evan Turner and CJ McCollum both had quotes yesterday about how, like, yeah, I'm just here to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I get paid. Shut up. <laughs> Evan Turner wrote a long thing that was it was pretty interesting, actually. But just like. I mean, he was just like, this is the contract I have. Like, it's really weird that. I don't know. He's like, I earned it. But then also CJ McCollum was like, yeah, I get paid yesterday, too. <laughs> uh do you, know what, do you know that... what Evan Turner's quote was about people who said he was overpaid? No, what was it? He said, kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you some quotes here. First of all, let me say one thing. Everything I have done, I have earned. My contract, that's my bread, and I earned my bread. So kiss my ass. Dead yeah, that's serious. Evan Turner. Write that. I earned that fucking money. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good, good. I, I like a weird. I like this weird. Like we're rich fuckers, Blazer team. <laughs> the follow. The follow up in uh, this article is a good, good slam from uh, Darren Albert. After, after he's like, "Who gets credit? All that stuff. It doesn't matter." Blah blah blah. And it says Turner, twenty nine, is currently in year two of a four year, seventy million dollar contract. He holds averages of eight points, two point eight rebounds, and three point two assists. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they've been they They seem like they're good when he plays, though. I do think. Okay, Sean. Also, Evan Turner, not really on the court, but everywhere else, totally rules. Yeah. Although I do think Sean, we owe a round ball rock apology. I've watched a lot. I've been watching a lot of Blazers lately. Uh huh. Uh, and I think we owe Zach Collins and Pat Connaughton apologies <laughs> I don't think we for were things ever... we've said earlier in the uh, uh, earlier in our run. <laughs> I don't think we were that rough on Connaughton. I mean, no, I was maybe in my head. <laughs> no, we talking about that how he, his vertical he... was fake. Oh well, that's that's because of Nate Duncan poisonous. <laughs> Nate Duncan, if you if you don't know, is very concerned with uh, the fake news coming out of the NBA combine, specifically Pat Connaughton's record-breaking vertical leap. Uh, and you should definitely bring that up to Nate Duncan on Twitter because it's a good place to have just a pretty chill dialogue with him. Uh, but we were really not nice to Zach Collins during our summer league episodes. Yeah. And Zach Collins has been fucking awesome. Now he's been good. It's uh, <laughs> one thing that's really helped him is that he seems like he stopped uh, working for the Las Vegas tourism board. And that's really helped that he doesn't have Vegas on all of his clothing. I feel like that might've been 
part of the adjustment to Portland. Just I mean, being... the, <laughs> the other difference is watching him in Summer League, he had, like, how do I explain this? His eyes were so wide and scared the entire time. He looked like either like a barn owl or like a like a kid in a Spielberg movie seeing a scary thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like he just hopped off his bike in yeah. 1985 and, he's like, and just saw look... an alien land. <laughs> right. It's like up into the distance. I feel like he's like always kind of looking up and to the right every time yeah. I see him do. Maybe <laughs> those are just his angles. He looks less like that now. He looks less, he for sure looks less like a barn owl. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he hits shots. He His defense is weirdly pretty good. I yeah. mean, I think he's got a chance to be the best NBA player from Gonzaga, not to, not named John Stockton. <laughs> wow. Are you saying he's he's past David Stockton? Is that yes. what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think he's past Blake Stepp, who I don't think played in the NBA. <laughs> uh, he's ahead uh, of Dan Dickow, I would he, say. Well, he, I don't know. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> Dan Dickow still played for like six years. <laughs> Portland legend Dan Dickow. Uh, uh, but he's got a chance. He's, I mean, look, Roni Turioff will be the hard guy to pass. Yeah. Uh, he just has to have a working heart. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh- <laughs> can, I, can I give you some Evan Turner recent quotes, too? Yes. Uh, he said, he was talking about being positive in the face of adversity. He said, hey, a smile can mean a lot. I can murder somebody, and if the judge looks at my smile, it can be the difference between 30 years and life. That's some straight-up Donald Trump shit. Uh, he says... Uh, January 13th, he, tw- he said, the only way to combat leaks of nudes or a sex tape is to add booking info to your bio. That's very funny. Uh, and this is his best quote of the year. I heard my dude Blake Shelton won People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Way to hold it down for all the sevens out there. We appreciate you. Yeah, that's good. That's good, good. stuff. Good Guy stuff, rules. Evan Turner. I- I'm glad he's doing well. I mean, and also... I mean, there, there's a certain amount where you don't like that he's overpaid because it limits the other things the team can do. But, like, what are you going to do about it now? You know? Yeah. He got he got his money. Right? Uh, They're the get no- money Blazers. <laughs> Dude, another Blazer who's been really good this year. And it should have been predictable because it feels like he's really good every year he's in contract. And that is Ed Davis. <laughs> Ed Davis, once again. Ed- <laughs> Once again, really doing well in a contract year. Um, who'd have thought? I mean, it feels like is it wasn't he like secretly the guy uh, that Memphis really wanted in the Rudy Gay trade? Yes. Also, Ed Davis still only twenty eight years old. You know, that doesn't I, seem I possible. I had no idea about this, but uh, his father was in the NBA. He played 10 years. Terry Davis. I don't remember him at all. No. Seems like a made-up player in a 
in a 2K league that's like the year's 2027. <laughs> it's still <laughs> Terry Davis. <laughs> it kind of seems like, man, the Grizzlies did not give him a qualifying offer. That was crazy. Um, anyway, he's out for the year though now. Ed Davis? Yes. That's too bad. He tore his labrum. So that sucks for mm. Ed Davis. Sorry. Is yeah, he sorry. Going to be... Sorry for bringing it up. What? <laughs> well, I just, uh, it's a bummer. That's all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this, we'll complain about him sometimes, but we should remember that inherently Evan Turner rules. He's yeah. like a weird, like, like, oh, he shoots from the mid-range too much. Like, look, there's three guys on this team that should be shooting. So, <laughs> I guess four if you count Zach Collins. Uh, Fremont Street Collins. Can so, we call him that? Here's a question for you, Sean. Yes. Uh, and this might be this topic might be hurtful to birthday boy uh, Corbin Smith, host of the Take It or Break It podcast. Uh, if you were the Blazers and you had Zach Collins playing as well as you were this year, yes, uh, would you re-sign Yusuf Nurkic this summer? Oh God. Well, you know, I think you, I think you're going to be able to lowball Nurkic. I think so too. And. I got to say, the Blazers have a lot of guys who are kind of paid at the top end of what they could have gotten. Mm-hmm. I think you want Nurkic feeling a little disrespected. I feel like he does better in those situations. Now, Yeah, he's a little bit like Enos Cantor that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I guess he he's playing a lot, right? right? He's still... Yeah, oh yeah. Um... It seems like he has not been that great this year. No. Every but, time I see him, every time I watch him, he's like blowing layups under the basket that should be dunks. Uh, he had like a monster game last night against the Heat, however. 27 and 16, 12 of 18 shooting, a couple of blocks. Uh, and he's, he's fouling a lot. I kind of like when he commits a lot of fouls, to be honest. <laughs> Wait, is Ed Davis out for the year? He played last night. I don't think so. I don't know why. I got some, I got some bum information about his shoulder surgery. Well, I guess I shouldn't have trusted yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah, that was news to me, too. Um, why is it on his Wikipedia page? Why would an injury ever be on someone's Wikipedia page? <laughs> like... A current injury? That's weird. That is weird. You got to edit that, Sean. And also, while you're editing it, please add uh, um, Richard Brand to the Oakland A's staff in 2002. Oh, Peter Brand, yes. Peter Brand, excuse me. Crucial member of the front office. <laughs> yeah, on his uh, Wikipedia page, it says, on March 1st, he was ruled out for the... Oh, that was last year. That's why. I don't know how to read dates. So, mm. Ed Davis, you're fine. Yeah, Jesus. Ed Davis is great. Oh, boy. Portland's uh, going to kill us. So, question for you, Sean. Yes. The Blazers. Yes. Are they real? Yeah, they are. They, they won 10 in a row. I, I have not been on board with the Blazers, but now it's like, hell yeah. Uh, you know, I there's a certain amount... Uh, well, no, they're, they're a legit three. What's their point differential? Better than everybody, but 
better than most teams in the league. I'll just say that right now. They're be they're they're not as good a point differential as the Raptors or Celtics, Rockets or Warriors or the Thunder. But they're so weird. They're pretty legit. <laughs> uh, they're not they're not great on the road, but I don't know. That's not that big a deal. They kick ass in Portland. It's really hard to beat them there. Yeah, but how much of this current streak? Mm-hmm. is just a Damian Lillard super hot streak because he's been on, like, fucking fire. Yeah, but they've they've really been, like, killing teams, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, they beat the Warriors by 17 points. Uh, they're, like, they're not... I mean, they're winning close games, but most of these games are not close. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're on a 10-game winning streak, which includes two wins over the Warriors... Uh, 12 of their last 13. I mean, you know, it's it has been a pretty decent amount of home games. Like, they've, they've pretty much been home or on the West Coast for pretty much the entire streak. But, like, I don't know. Willard's on fire. I don't, I don't think that's – it feels like he's been on fire – since the All-Star game? Since... Yeah, it's almost like he was snubbed. And he's like, it's like this is his normal post-snub right. uh, he just didn't... streak. But some for some reason he wasn't snubbed. Well, they. I think it may be, maybe that they pulled him out of the game in the fourth quarter when he was like winning the All-Star game and going to win the MVP of the All-Star game. And then <laughs> Mike D'Antoni pulled him out. Wait, did he he didn't vow revenge against Mike D'Antoni, did he? I don't think so. Who, who was that that <laughs> vowed There was someone who was like, I'm gonna hate Mike D'Antoni forever and I can't remember if it was like because of Olympic cuts or something like that. Uh, I mean that might be Damian Lillard. <laughs> but yeah, like like pissed off. Uh no, he's averaging twenty seven points a game. Yeah, he's fucking ruled, dude. What do you think? What do you think his PER is? Oh, uh, this is a stat that never makes any sense to me. Uh, I'm gonna say nineteen point seven. Oh no, baby, twenty four point nine. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That's a really high PER. For that's a, like I'm for sure... a guard. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's like Ike Diagu's PER. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I do not understand this insane numerical ESPN ranking. I will tell you that for sure. Because Brandon Jennings is currently ninth. Well, he had a triple-double in one game, dude. And that's the most important thing that you can do (laughs) in basketball. I mean, we should talk about that, right? Uh, Brandon Jennings back, baby! Oh, Brandon Jennings back home. Back to where it all began. Milwaukee Bucks, baby. Yeah. Uh, and he was awesome last night in his first game back. <laughs> he had a triple-double in like 18 minutes or something like he, that. I think he just missed a triple-double. I don't think he got enough rebounds. Maybe no, he, he had a triple-double. Oh, he did have a triple-double? Did they yeah. bring him back in to get the triple-double? <laughs> Hold on, I can tell you what his stats are. Give me one second. I know he had 12 Uh-oh. assists in like 15 minutes. <laughs> It's impressive to get a bench um, triple double, too. Yeah. Last live triple double I saw, Joey. Do you know who got it? 
Oh, no, it wasn't. You're right. He was two rebounds short. He had 16, 12, and 8 in, in 24, 24 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, they just didn't bring him back in in the fourth quarter to get those two rebounds. But... You know who would have brought him back to get the two rebounds? Uh, Billy Donovan? Jason Kidd. Oh. <laughs> that is true. I got I to gotta say, uh, maybe we were a little harsh on Jason Kidd because this replacement coach – Ain't doing shit. Well, he's running the same exact... It's, the, their problems are the same because he's running the same system. He's just having them play way less crazier defense, but still a and bad they're worse at defensive yeah. skim. <laughs> yeah. And they they don't really run any plays? <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. Seems like, it seems like Giannis works the hardest to score points of any superstar in the NBA. Yeah. What I will say is I, Jabari Parker has looked better than I thought he was going to look. Yeah. He put up a big six points. I mean, he couldn't, (laughs) he had to get, he had to get out of the way from the BJ train coming. I, I mean, he hasn't been putting up like numbers exactly, but he's like, he on the court, he looks less, like he's missed two years of basketball than I was expecting. <laughs> well, I got I got to say I this is something that Kevin Arnovitz said, and I completely agree with it. Uh, it is time to start Jabari Parker and just play Giannis at center. Yeah, like get John Henson out of there, man. <laughs> uh, it does it does not appear that Thon can really play at all. Well, and now what they can do. Is you know who's big, Sean? Who's that? Like big enough to guard twos. Uh, Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe. So you know who you could start with Eric Bledsoe in the backcourt? Brandon Jennings. Oh, damn. (laughs) So you could play. So you just are you are you moving Tony Snell down to the three in that scenario? And so oh, I guess middle. Oh no 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 no. I guess you. Oh, you just bring in. Yeah yeah. Bring in Snell off the bench. Yeah, yeah, and Jabari starts. Yeah. All right, I love it. It's a weird <laughs> team, but yeah. Uh, is Malcolm Brogdon actually going to come back this year? I don't think so. And is... is Okay. Delhi's out too now, right? Yeah, that's why I they believe. needed... Yeah, I guess they 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 just... Uh, they cut and they Mirza waved Mirza Teletovic, who I, I guess love. Is, career is over he has pulmonary emboli and it's the second time of his career this seems like something that could kill him uh but i guess i guess now you can release a guy like this and get the salary relief you know like 18 months after he plays his game anyway um oh yeah he has blood clots in both of his lungs so that Sounds pretty bad. I mean, I mean they won't Chris, let Chris Bosh play. And Why his blood clots are, like, in his calves. Yeah. So, well, and it's only one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a medical retirement for sure. So they, yeah, they're they're going to get a bunch of money off, off their cap uh, in November of next year. So I don't... Well, but wasn't he... In the last year of his deal? No, he's in the second year of a three-year, thirty-one million dollar deal. So, I but I think the third year was an option. I don't um, know how that works. No, he had he had a regular mm. 
because he got signed in 2016. Interesting. You know, when, when players got to negotiate with a gun to the head of every GM. <laughs> it was a weird... It's probably like the best thing Derek Fisher negotiated is the one-year gunpoint free agency. So... <laughs> This is pretty incredible. I mean, that's that's why Jan Mahinmi got a 12-year deal with the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Man, Jan Mahinmi, that contract is bad. Yeah. So, Delhi, they just don't know when he's going to come back. He just really messed up his ankle. And then Brogdon's going to be back in early April. So... Yeah, actually, you know, Brandon Jennings is going to be very helpful just to have another point guard. But anyway, also get get John Henson out of the starting. But line. also, here's the other thing about Del uh, about Brandon Jennings uh-huh. is Brandon Jennings is a shoot first point guard, sure. Yeah, but he's also a pretty good distributor. Yeah, like and out of all of the players on their team, including Delhi. There's not a lot of passers on that team. <laughs> no, no, it's like Giannis is the best passer, and that's not really great. You know, Delhi no. does some things, but no, he's not really a wizard with the ball or with anything. He's like In a fact, wi- he's like a wizard with uh, his his knee and like <laughs> and he's throwing the worst lobs I've ever seen. Delhi throws the worst lobs of any player in the history of the NBA, I think. Yeah, Andre Andre uh, Miller once threw up watching that game. <laughs> well, it was because of the chicken strips he got from the media room. Oh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> uh, Dam- Damian Lillard is ninth in the league in PER. I don't understand the stat. I it, Look, it's weird... <laughs> Here's a weird thing about ESPN. Um, like, PR was great five years ago. Yes. Ten years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, stats have, like, progressed, like, way ahead. Like, if you listen to, like, a stats guy talk about basketball, they never talk about PER anymore. No. And ESPN.com still, like... Their entire stats for the NBA revolve around PER, a stat invented by a guy who hasn't worked for them in seven years. (laughs) Well, they bought, uh, they bought PER, right? Basically, when they like, I think they own it. Uh, Like all of the, like you can still look up like Hollinger rankings on, and he hasn't worked there in so long. How uh, long has John Hollinger worked for the Grizzlies, Sean? I was so like 2010, 2012. <laughs> I think he got. I mean, it was four plus years ago. I would say. Is that? I mean, is that does that sound right? Sure. December 2012. That's when. He yeah, was 2012. Hired. It's so weird that you're. They're still like, look at these John Hollinger rankings. But at least like. <laughs> PR is something where people are like, well, we know the formula, and John Hollinger's like, it's good at measuring this, it's bad at measuring this. Yeah. And now ESPN has real plus minus, which you're just supposed to, like, take on faith that it's measuring <laughs> something. 
Like, oh, okay, real plus minus. Uh, and it's just a black box thing. And then they have a weird ESPN rating that they have listed on their sad pages now. And it's like, who's the leader in ESPN rating? It's like, well, James Harden has a 51.6. And it's like, okay, what does that number mean at all? So so that's like NBA QBR? Yeah, I mean, like, at least PER is like, yeah, if you're better than 25 on this, it's like an MVP season. And then if you're past 30, it's historic. Like, like it's normalized to a thing you can understand, whereas real plus minus is like, I just have no idea what you're even supposed to take away from that, except going, okay, thanks, Nate and Danny, for well, reading that <laughs> stat to me. Well, what I will say about RPM is that it does kind of seem like uh, the only NBA person I ever remember talking about plus minus was Tim Kawakami for like 800 years. Uh-huh. And it seems like t- Tim Kawakami won. <laughs> well, he still talks about it all the time. He, he's not into adjusting plus minus. Though. He no, no, plus no. Minus. I honestly kind of just like plus minus too. With If you just like... I don't know. Instead of adjusting it in a way, but not telling anyone how you adjust it, you're just yeah. like, I like this guy. That's basically what you've said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a weird stat uh, stat turnaround there. Um, uh, yeah, the, we, we, we should have saved that for, uh, well, well, we'll send a note to our affiliate podcast. And uh, see if those guys want to talk about it at all. Yeah, uh, slammed up with slammed Brent up. Sampson. And yeah. yeah, Randy Ledoux. I feel like uh, Brent, I feel like Brent Sampson is going to have a lot to say about that. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the Warriors real quick. Um, yeah, they've been the Warriors. They've lost some games, but Steph Curry, Sean, has sprained his ankle four times this year. Uh, does this worry you? Yes. Yes, it does. It scares the shit out of me. Because he, a lot of people don't remember this, but Steph Curry used to sprain his ankle all the time in his first yeah. two seasons. Um, and, uh, you know, now he's spraining his ankle all the time again. Yeah. And it seems like nothing's really happening. He's just spraining his ankle. Like, it's like his ankle is mad at him. Right. And I'm, 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 I'm a little worried about it. Because <laughs> uh, I love Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a friend of mine. Um, and uh, I don't know. What is there to say? <laughs> I mean, you uh, – it's just weird because they're being very – um, cautious about it. Do you think mm-hmm. it's because of? Wasn't there some talk that it was his terrible shoes last time that was getting him hurt all the time? Well, they thought that. Um, oh, and but then that it turned out he, he needed ankle surgery. <laughs> but that was when he was with Nike, uh, and then he retaught himself how to run. Oh, apparently, how he was running was putting too much torque on his ankles or something. So I mean, I, we... <laughs> I wonder 
and look, this is all speculation on old Joey's part. Uh huh. But I wonder if he stopped doing whatever ankle training he was and doing in the off season uh-huh. because he thought he was past it uh, and focusing on other things in his game, and now he is running weird again. Oh. Well, uh, that's very possible. It could be, um, you know, Steph Curry, he was just waiting to get that big contract, and now he's not going to do ankle rehab anymore. <laughs> kind of guy I mean, Steph also, maybe, he's, maybe he'll be fine. Who knows? I mean, uh, I, would just, I would just not play him for as long as is reasonable to not play him, because who cares if they get the one or the two seed? I don't think um, I don't think the I don't think Houston is a place where it's that hard to go in and win a playoff game. It seems like other teams do that all the time. <laughs> so it's like I mean, I guess you'd rather be at home, but I don't really think it matters. I would I would let him wait a lot. Here's what it matters for me. Uh-huh. Uh I would much rather watch Steph Curry play than Kevin Durant play. <laughs> it's they're kind of a bummer to watch a little bit. Uh like I like Kevin Durant. He's fine, but he's he's not Steph Curry. <laughs> I know that is counter like only Warrior fans believe that for some reason, except if you look at the numbers, it's like, oh yeah, they're way better when it's Steph Curry. <laughs> but for some reason the prevailing thought in the NBA is like yeah, Kevin Durant's the best. Well, he does, um, he he's a little more of a defensive force, I would say. Sure, but he's No, it's like Steph Curry is like someone we've still never seen anyone like before. And yeah. Kevin Durant is like a really great version of things that we have kind of seen, you know? Yeah, know. Kevin Durant rules. You just haven't seen a guy that tall do it. Yeah, I like Kevin Durant. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, also, happy birthday, Steph Curry. Turn yeah, that was the big another thing we should talk about. Uh, he arrived at his birthday party on a yacht and not on crutches, so that was uh, yeah. good. Uh, he had E40 perform. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, also Haley Williams from Paramore saying yes. happy birthday. Yeah. Which... Uh, friend of the show chris garcia uh uh-huh. is one of Haley williams from paramore's favorite comedians oh that's right if you remember correctly i uh, had totally forgotten she, that but yeah, had him prom- perform on the paramore cruise wow so so are you saying that chris garcia is Haley williams's steph curry no. <laughs> Haley Williams is Steph Curry's Chris Garcia. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Steph ate ribs. It's also worth it to a lot of the party was not surprisingly Snapchatted. Uh, there's some great footage of Clay Thompson dancing. As NBA parties go, I got to say, it's definitely the most sober NBA party I've ever seen. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was karaoke. Steph saying Rick James. Uh, which, I gotta say, Rick James is kind of dirty for Steph Curry. Right. I never would have guessed uh, 
I would have guessed like baby face, maybe. <laughs> I could see like Brian McKnight being like a big Steph favorite. Do you think he like do you think he like changed the lyrics and he was like She's a very freaky chef. <laughs> One you would take on a mother. <laughs> she sends you pictures of her feet. <laughs> She's not gonna let your spirits down. Cause you sent your shots of her feet. <laughs> um, how did this match up with what you imagine Steph Curry's birthday party being? Little, Sean. little, little harder, little dirtier. E40 yeah. and like Steph eating ribs during an E40 performance. That's like seems pretty on brand. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I almost I would I would have thought like maybe a bounce house would be involved. That's probably not right. Well, I mean, of course, the coaches came. That's a very <laughs> Steph Curry birthday thing. Don't like, you how think... crazy did it get? Well, Steve Kerr was dancing. <laughs> Don't you think? Here's a question. E40 performing sort of seems like the outlier a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but don't you think uh in Golden State Warriors contracts it's like obligated that E40 performs at their birthday parties? Right. Like don't you think this is definitely not the first Golden State Warrior birthday party E40 is performed at? Oh, I think for sure. Like uh like I I I mean I I almost think it's just part of the deal in your contract. Like, well, I think too short maybe comes to some of them. But oh, of E40's, course. E40's, like, invited anyway. So E40 it's like, is, like, yeah, but E40 is, like, at every warrior thing. Yeah. I mean, E40 is just also just kind of a big sports fan, like... He was at the E40 World is Series. more like friend of the franchise than friend of the Warriors. <laughs> right, right. It reminds me of like um it's almost like a like a Las Vegas relationship where where he's invited to the party and you know at at some at some guys like some mobster's birthday party, they're going to be like, "Hey, Frank, Frank Sinatra, you gonna sing? You gonna sing for Carmine?" <laughs> Hey, E-40, get up there. <laughs> but also, I would not be surprised if they've, like, cut E-40 in on a bunch of those, like, uh, like venture capital wake-up <laughs> hookup deals, too. Where they're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, Andre's investing. Uh, Lakeup's investing. Well, E-40 is definitely, like, a uh, an investor. Because if I remember right, I don't even know how I know this. Mm-hmm. But I think E40 owns like 60% of the fat burgers in California. Yeah, he owns a bunch of those and he owns a bunch of uh wing stops as yeah. well. Yeah, he like there was a point when he pretty much owned all the most popular fast food places in Vallejo. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's he he apparently bought a bunch of Microsoft stock in the 90s. And he's like, man, I should have bought Apple. Uh, uh, he's a cognac sponsor. Uh, I guess his he had a fad burger in my hometown, Pleasant Hill, but it did not 
It didn't do great. Yeah, so he's franchising Wingstops. Uh, he's got one in Benicia. He's got 40 water. Uh, he's also got high alcohol fortified wine called Mango Scotto. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. <laughs> All right, enough about E40's businesses. Um, oh, and E40 ounces, of course. Yeah. Collectively, <laughs> we're worried about Steph Curry. Get better, Steph. Yeah. Um, Don't drink any of that mango scotto. <laughs> let's uh, talk the Warriors, about... The Warriors canceled practice today, by the way. Right, of course. So that's how serious they're taking the last month of the regular season. Steve, no, I bet Steve Kerr heard his back dancing to yeah. uh, E40. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so Toronto beat Houston to end that uh, that win streak. Yeah, and it was pretty um, close. It was hard to beat them. I was so happy. Um, here's my question. Is Toronto versus Houston uh, the finals preview of Adam Silver's nightmares, Sean? Yes, absolutely. Is I'm there a to... worse? <laughs> Can they somehow put the NBA finals on NBA TV? Yeah, that that could, that could happen. Like, like the Raptors can't be in the NBA TV series now. Um, granted, they're on. You know, I, I don't know where their games are broadcast on Canadian TV. I assume it's like on every channel, like when the State of the Union address. You know, <laughs> well, it's on whatever channel those fake Sports Center guys were on, right? Oh, is that remember those TSN? poor guys who had to move to the U.S. for FSN? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Where it was like, these guys are a Canadian institution. They're like Canada's Dan and Keith. <laughs> and, and then it's they all came... like, like, oh, what what do they do? Oh, gentle ribbing. <laughs> but then it's they our, like moved here. <laughs> FS1 made them move here and then like fired them after like a few weeks. Yeah. I mean, well, but it's... after first making them a late night talk show briefly. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Do you think those guys ever had to just, like, crash on J.E. Skeets' couch? <laughs> no, because J.E. Skeets is in Atlanta, baby. Well, I know, but, like, just, you know, they have to stay in the country because their visa or something. <laughs> um, no, I would say that's the worst, like, marketing final since Spurs Pistons. But at least yeah. the Pistons were, like, the defending champs. I mean, people will, people will be into these... These two teams are awesome. It's yeah. just, uh, yeah, I, I, I wonder if uh, the Canadian factor is going to be rough for them. I don't know. I mean, it's you know what one exciting. is worse? What's that? Portland, Toronto would be worse. Oh, that that potential Houston. Matchup? At least you have James Harden, <laughs> like who's like a giant star. Uh huh. Not yeah. that, you know, again, we love Damian Lillard, he's, but I don't know if my mom knows who Damian Lillard yeah. is. <laughs> Even though, I mean, anything that gets Dame to make more commercials, he's a great commercial actor. Yeah. Uh, don't don't really have a lot of interest in his hip-hop career, and I feel like people who do are maybe lying to themselves a little bit. Is that <laughs> is that correct? If you're like, oh, I got to hear this Dame Lillard mixtape. I hear he doesn't use profanity, and also he's a professional basketball player who also raps. But you hear, like, <laughs> Portland fans are like, no, he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. All right. Anyway, he needs his own <laughs> Uncle Drew movie because he's a better actor than Kyrie Irving. All right, my next Yeah, there, question. I said it. 
<laughs> my next question about what's been going on actually has to do with Kyrie Irving. Oh. Uh, the Celtics are, like, super injured, Sean. Daniel Thies, out. Marcus Smart, out. Kyrie Irving, injured knee. Jalen Brown, concussed. Shane Larkin, minutes limit. Oh, Shane Larkin on that minutes limit. That's rough. So, question for you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, is Greg Monroe a curse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think it's his fault, uh, but he's he's haunted. He brought that Dumars Pistons mojo to the Celtics. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and even like it feels like even Georgetown University is kind of like a sad place. You think about Did it. Greg like, Monroe question. Was Greg Monroe on the Georgetown team that got beat by Florida Gulf Coast? I, I think that was Otto Porter's team. Oh, okay. I believe uh I mean, did they lose some disappointing college games? You better believe it. Uh, I miss Florida Gulf Coast. That was like By the my way, favorite. How That's old... the only time I've ever liked college basketball. <laughs> hey Joey, uh, how yeah. old is Greg Monroe? Well, he's. I think he's in the Clay Thompson draft, so I'm going to say 27. He is 27 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um. The Warriors were supposed to take him, if I remember right, uh, uh, but they took Clay Thompson instead. Um, <laughs> that's the only one of those stories that uh, the Warriors win in. Uh, oh, is that where... they took Clay Thompson instead of Greg Monroe? <laughs> yeah, but normally that story is like. I'm pretty sure yeah, Greg Monroe mo- didn't he get picked ahead of Clay Thompson? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I meant in the mock drafts. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but where it's like usually in that it's like. Yeah, they were supposed to take uh, Boogie Cousins, but they took Ekpe Udo. <laughs> Usually that's how that story goes. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way... Like they were supposed to take Paul Pierce, but they took a Donald Foyle. <laughs> uh, Greg Monroe's team uh, lost to a 14 seeded Ohio, 97-83. to 83. Not, Oh, that's not tight. Less. It was the first time Ohio had won an NCAA tournament game since 1983. Uh and then Greg Monroe left. They lost in the first round of the NIT his first year. He is cursed. I wonder if his, <laughs> wonder if his high school team, did they blow it as a big favorite, too? Uh, man. Oh, yeah. No, the Warriors actually took Ekpe Udo one pick ahead of Greg Monroe. Well, that's... Uh, they yeah, did yeah, lose. They were, no, they that's lost. right. They were supposed to take Greg Monroe. <laughs> They should have taken Greg Monroe. In between DeMarcus Cousins and Greg Monroe, they would have been better off with Al Farouk Aminu. By the way, uh, Ekbe Udo, three full years older than Greg Monroe as well. So just a bang-up job, 2010 Golden State Warriors. Hey, Larry Riley took took Clay Thompson. I mean, he took Steph Curry, so we can't. Good job. Bang on Tim too hard. Udo, um, <laughs> next four picks, Monroe, Aminu, Gordon Hayward, Paul George. I wanted Paul George so bad in that draft. All right. Um, <laughs> our next our next question, Sean. Yes. About the Celtics. Uh, is Danny Ainge happy that all these guys are injured? Yes, he is. Why? There's, there's only one point guard he can trust. There's only been one point guard he could ever trust. His name is Terry Rozier. 
and he's about <laughs> to be unleashed. Hey, look, Terry Rozier. Danny not to Ainge defend Danny Ainge son. here, yeah. but Terry Rozier has been kind of awesome this year at points. Yeah. No, he's, so, uh, he's solid. Look, there's a reason he was untouchable. He's untouchable. And <laughs> he was legally adopted by Danny Ainge. And I, for one, I I celebrate that because anything that gets Tanner out of the will is a good thing. <laughs> All right. And finally, our last uh, basketball, uh, like our last. Here's what's going on in the league. God, my words are not working well today. Uh, uh-huh. The Spurs are intense, Sean. Oh, um, my God. Is that because he's not a Kawhi? Was going to come back this week. He's not coming back this week. Uh, Shams just tweeted that he's not coming back before Thursday. So I think he's coming back next week. And so let's let's look at this. They got a, they got a game against the Magic. I feel like they're going to beat the Magic. Is that I a- don't know. Jonathan Simmons' revenge game, dude. That's true. And, uh, you know, they're just unleashing... Well, and Hazonia has got to give a tryout for when he signs with the Spurs this summer. Right. He's going to be on the uh, Spurs <laughs> for the next five years. So, But, yeah, they've got, they've got a long home stretch here that is basically going to determine what happens. But it's Orlando, New Orleans, which that's a very losable game. Minnesota, the Warriors, and the Wizards. Like... That's a rough... Oh, and then Utah. All of those teams could beat them. <clears throat> um, there's a cut... They, they, they don't have a ton of rest in this stretch. It just seems like they, they, they're like one day off game, one day off game, one day off game. Then they've got to go to Milwaukee. They've got to go to Washington. It's just a, a lot of... There's only two bad teams left on their schedule. And even that, like... Okay, they're playing Sacramento at home at the end of the year. This Orlando game should be easy, but like they've got back-to-back games against the Clippers and Lakers. The Lakers already beat them. Like they're in trouble. Also, apparently they just don't have any tiebreakers on the teams that are around them. They lose tiebreakers to the Nuggets and the Jazz and the Thunder. So, I believe I said last week that yes, the Spurs you did. should just tank out you of the You said playoffs. they should tank. Get the 14 and that incremental chance at going up. Yeah. Because this is, again, for the Spurs, the number 13 pick is basically like getting the third pick. Yeah. I fully expect if they're in the 13, uh, Colin Sexton to somehow drop to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like Luka Doncic <laughs> somehow <laughs> Michael Porter. It'll be Michael Porter. That's who will drop to them. I have always wanted Anthony Randolph to play for Greg Popovich, so I very much support Luka Doncic <laughs> to the Spurs. I mean, uh, we're we're kind of looking weirdly. Yeah. So so the Jazz Nuggets and Spurs all have the exact same record. Oh, and Clippers. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and then the Clippers uh, are even with them, but have played two fewer games. So, mm-hmm. and then the Pelicans and Timberwolves, like, they're still very, like, the Spurs are still two games out of the four seed. Sure. But that's, I think that's the worst 
schedule anyone has left, I would say. Well, don't the Nuggets have, like, all road games left? I mean, they're... Yeah, they they do have ten road games remaining. <laughs> so crazy. And five home games. <laughs> so that's not great. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, the Nuggets are doing their best to to blow it, for sure. Well, who who would you like to see? Who's your dream? Who's your dream uh, first round matchups? I mean, I've said before I want the Thunder to miss the playoffs because it uh-huh. would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. But um, I also kind of want to see them in the playoffs. <laughs> Because I also think they would flame out really hard in the first round. <laughs> so you want to see that Thunder Rockets 1-8. I mean, I, my dream would kind of be uh, they're the six. And the, the Blazers just blow them the fuck out. Oh, you want to see the Blazers blow out the Thunder. Okay, so that's your 3-6. Uh, who do you want the Rockets to play in the first round? Clippers? Uh, yeah, uh, I guess. But I would like to see Doc. Oh, you know what? No, Chris Paul versus Doc Rivers would be great. Yeah. Versus the River family. I'm into that. Yeah, the, the locker room ambush reunion. And then Lou Williams taking 45 shots in a game. Uh, and then Warriors... So the Warriors are the two. I mean, I'd like to see the Nuggets, I guess, but I don't think that's going to happen. Warriors Nuggets would be super fun. And then that leaves you with something like a Pelicans T-Wolves 4-5? Yeah. You're saying the Spurs miss? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pelicans T-Wolves would be awesome. Right, it's like uh, Towns versus Davis is fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I think the Spurs are getting in, <laughs> even though I think they should tank out. Um, yeah, I, I just, just uh, I guess it looks like they could maybe, the difference is only going to be like, at this point, the worst they could be is the 13th pick. Right. And if they're the last playoff team they'd be picking like 16 i mean it would be kind of amazing okay so they get the 13 uh-huh they flip lamarcus aldridge in the 13 for a higher pick <laughs> <laughs> like like the like the 7 or whatever right uh-huh. then Pau Gasol, tony parker and uh, Ginobili just retire because they've missed the playoffs. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's it. Our life and then course. the Spurs have all the cap room and a super high pick. And they, That'd be that's, dope. That, that's when they add LeBron. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess LaMarcus Aldridge, the Bulls will finally get him back to pair him <laughs> with Lowry. The Bulls are kind of in trouble with their tanking, I think, because Bobby Portis is too good. He's too good. You don't know. They are the Knicks are going to dip below them because they people have talked about like the the eight terrible teams in the league, and that's fine. But you are neglecting 
the the New York Knickerbockers who are about to dip <laughs> below below the Bulls. They could they could undercut the Nets. I really think they could. I all mean, those, all those West teams. starts getting calls. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I could really see like, I I would love it if, I mean, look, the Spurs get get in the lottery. They jump up to the three with their with their pick. Someone else gets an advantage, and then suddenly we're looking at hold on, two teams have jumped ahead. I I just want to see that Nets pick end up being like eleven or twelve, <laughs> <laughs> and the Cavs are like, ah, we, I don't know what we're gonna do here. See, I guess. Open up the bank for Rodney see, Hood and Larry Nance. See, I want the Nets pick to be number one. Oh. Because I want it to be the first pick. Because the Cavs will screw it up. <laughs> and it, Danny Ainge will never trade a first round pick ever again. Ooh. If he tra- accidentally traded the first pick in the draft. Mm hmm. Well, like that's the best of both worlds, you know what I mean? I kind of want it to be terrible. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm into this Nets team. I want Dinwiddie to just turn it on. I want to see Jared Allen, you know, finally becoming the tenth man that he's he's destined to be. You know what I mean? Like just those fourteen. Solid minutes with five fouls. Is that, <laughs> is that so impossible to imagine? But yeah, I could see Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn getting to like ninth worst. They could be ninth worst. Sure. And then they trade. Oh, they don't have a pick. Never mind. I was going to say. And then they trade for Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> what a team. Well, I mean, they're they have a lot of losable games ahead of them. I gotta say, as much as they're not tanking at all, uh, they lose so many close games too. It's really sad. <laughs> oh, but they're they, no, they are gonna win some games because they're gonna they've got Dallas, Memphis, Orlando, Detroit, and two games against Chicago. Like that that could be that's like I see six or seven victories for them. Uh, uh, all right, Sean. Um, let's talk about that. Actually, who do you want to see have the worst worst pick in the draft? Like, who's who's going to have the worst the worst record? Uh, who do I think, or who do I want? Uh, who do you want? Let's do both. Who do you want, and who do you think? Uh, I think Memphis is going to end up being uncatchable. I think they might not win another game for the rest of the season. <laughs> I really think they could do it. They've got 15 games to go. They've lost 18 in a row. Uh, and they, they're they just doing it with intangibles. They're half a game uh, behind Phoenix, and I don't think they're going to relinquish that lead. Like, they've got – they've only won 18 games. I think they might finish with 18 wins. Uh, I don't – the team I – would, I would like to see the Atlanta Hawks get the number one pick. Why? Uh, just because they feel less objectionable than these other teams. <laughs> like, 
they're like dipping down for one year, which makes a lot of sense. But like, I don't want that nightmare monster Mark Cuban getting the pick. The Kings will screw it up. The Suns will screw it up. The Grizzlies will screw it up. Orlando doesn't deserve anything. They're the Betsy DeVos team. Like, great. <laughs> Oh, like there. That's the worst part about this Mark about Mark Cuban being a shithead. Uh-huh. Is I would absolutely love to watch Dirk Nowitzki like mentor Luka Doncic for two years. That would be fucking awesome. But yeah. I can't root for that now. No, you can't. You can't have him sent to to Slytherin to Sextown. Right. Yeah, Pleasure Ugh. Island, Dallas. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we all, like, we should have known when he was getting, like, fancy bathrobes for the people. Like, that's some Hugh Hefner shit. (laughs) Wearing robes all the time. Isn't that, like, a big Harvey Weinstein thing, too? Like, oh, my robe opened up. Sorry, guys. I I got my own robe, too. I'm the dirty Playboy owner. Yeah, they should, Mark Cuban should have to trade franchises with the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Dude, he, like Mark Cuban used to brag about how like his old bar would run wet T-shirt contests. We should have known this. He was trash. He's trash. <laughs> Poor uh, Dirk. Man, so sad. It's a real Dirk should retire and then also sue them for all the money that he saved them. Yeah, being like, hey. I gave these guys discounts because they promised me all this bullshit and then didn't deliver, and they were sexually harassing everyone. Ugh. Gross. All right. Uh, yeah, but I will. Uh, I'm proud to announce that in uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll be debuting my column about Tankapalooza. That'll be a weekly thing on Yardbarker, analyzing oh, all the tanking. Fun. Things. Yeah, it should be fun. Um. Is the header going to be like a picture of you driving a tank? It's going to be me in. I'm just going to Photoshop my own face on Michael Dukakis. Yeah, yeah, that's great. One of our greatest <laughs> tank commanders. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? I'm rooting for Memphis to get the first pick overall. That that'd, that'd be fine. I, I want Keith. That. I want our friends, friend Keith at Fast Break Breakfast to have a reason to watch basketball. Yes, that's uh, true. I mean, they'll screw up that pick, unfortunately. But <laughs> there's something there's something epic as as having been there in in 2001 when UC Berkeley was chasing uh, the defeated season. It's there's something kind of horribly compelling about just watching your team lose and lose and lose. However, 9/11 bailed them out, and they did not they did not go 0 and 11 or 0 and 12 or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Sorry, Rutgers. Well, and there, in college, there's no reason to lose. No. <laughs> in the NBA, there is a reason to root for losing. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else we should be? Oh, Roger Mason. I almost forgot. Oh God. Uh. Yeah. Sean, you're the preeminent big three expert in the world. Yes. Uh, so... I'm going to be referring my interview footage with Roger Mason from the draft, but uh, he was ousted as the commissioner of the big three. Uh, Do you want to explain to our listeners why? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently there are two Qatari investors in the league that he brought in to invest in the big three who uh, have stiffed uh, Ice Cube and his partner. Uh, the league is suing 
the investors to get the money. Roger Mason uh, would not participate in the lawsuit, so he was fired and replaced as commissioner by Ice Cube. And so tight. It's interesting to think, like, it's too late for Ice Cube to make a diss track about Roger Mason Jr., I think. Is it? I don't think so. That would be great. Uh, Roger Mason Jr. apparently is still friends with these investors. He He commented on a instagram photo of him with the guys with hashtag family that's essentially a deposition in court in Uh 2018 uh he also claimed that the league was racist however his statement did not mention uh rick barry so i don't know how (laughs) it is um, I completely believe that. So apparently, they have been showering him personally with gifts and vacations yeah. to discourage him from participating in the lawsuit. I feel like it's definitely in his duties as commissioner to be on board with that uh, lawsuit, though. Lawsuit, yeah. Um, now here's a weird thing. Uh, I didn't know Jerry Heller was from Qatar. Wow. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Paul Giamatti's gonna play him in the big three movie as well. <laughs> what are you? What do you call him? The Killer Threes Cube. Why does this keep happening to Ice Cube? Uh, <laughs> Why do people keep stealing money from him? Yeah, they think he's a sucker. But uh, you know what? I think Roger Mason failed to do one of the top duties as a commissioner. He didn't check himself. No. And you know what happened? Yeah, he wrecked himself. <laughs> because uh, corrupt Qatari investors are bad for your health. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Roger Mason is definitely guilty. <laughs> because this is some straight up... Roger Mason was a, uh, for those that don't know, was a vice president of the union. Yes. The players union. Yes. When it was run by Billy Hunter and Derek Fisher. Uh huh. And this is some straight up Billy Hunter, Derek Fisher shit. Yeah. Where we're like, <laughs> wait, we signed this terrible deal because somebody gave your daughter a watch? That was some really good stuff. Here's what needs to happen Matt Barnes needs to join the big three. Oh, as the and... commissioner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the furthest away from Derek Fisher you can get. I mean, aside from being Eskimo Brothers. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so the new executive council, get Matt Barnes in there. Um, I think maybe Al Harrington is ready for a management position. I mean, I'll tell you who shouldn't, who's, who's not. Who's that? Alan Everson cannot be the commissioner. Of no, the he's three. not. He's not. He wouldn't show up at the meetings. Now, granted, I don't think I. I don't think Iverson would be particularly corrupt. He might, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, he might be hanging out with corrupt the rapper, and that <laughs> that could lead to a lot of problems. Do you think Scalabrini has called and tried to get the job yet? No. Um. Scalabrini's not a political animal. No, he, he... That's true. I do think Rick Barry is probably demanding he become the commissioner. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I could see Rappaport, like, already starting a feud with some website based on being the commissioner. 
<laughs> and like just doing man on the street things, just being like, Roger Mason Jr., I'm calling you out. I'm Michael Rappaport. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Does the big three need a commissioner? Apparently, yes. There are millions of dollars at stake from Qatari investors. Right, but most leagues don't have an owner. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, oh yeah. This league has two owners, like that own the entire league. Well, I think like, it's a, the teams I think it is aren't a... franchised out. No, but I do believe it is. Like, I think they have multiple investors. Sure, but percentage-wise, Ice Cube and the Jeff guy own the league. Yeah, I think that's. I think that is correct. So, uh, like, well, it's like the MLS just... was like that for years. <laughs> but like businesses, it's like it's one business. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they need. I guess what they really need is a CEO, not a commissioner. <laughs> uh, Ice Cube is also the CEO. Yeah, like uh, why? Why can't Ice Cube? Ice Cube's just in charge of the league. That's just what it should be. Well, like, don't pretend it's a real sports league. Like, know, no one owns these teams. <laughs> but, I mean, MLS was like that, too. Look, yeah, and look how that worked out for them. Look, the Ice Cube handles the business side. Roger Mason Jr.'s, he's, he keeps the integrity of three-on-three basketball. <laughs> yeah, and look how well that worked out. Look, if Pete Rose tries to join the big three, only the commissioner can keep him out in his point-shaving ways. Speaking of Paul Giamatti a second time. Um... <laughs> R.I.P. Bart. Um, yeah, who would you like to see the commissioner of the big three? Um, I figure it's got to be a former player in the same way. Uh mm-hmm. I think Mike Miller would make an interesting commissioner. I think that would just be real weird. Uh, it's, too, it's too bad James Jones has a better job now. Um, and I could also see Richard Jefferson sliding into that role, but he might be too connected to Roger Mason for that. Sure. Uh, I think I think those are all good candidates. I think it would be hilarious if they just went for, like, Andres Biedrins. <laughs> See, I think they need to think outside the box. Somebody who uh, is a wild thinker, a uh, someone who's a maverick, if you will. Uh, I think they should just name Don Nelson the commissioner oh, of the Big Three. That's the best <laughs> choice possible. Uh, he can do it from Hawaii. He doesn't have to go to the games. But he'd be he'd be great going to the games. Yeah, but he wouldn't want to. (laughs) He doesn't want to leave Nelly's poker room. But, I mean, like, he'll go to the Vegas one. Oh, yeah. Vegas, L.A. Okay, he's probably not going to Tulsa. But, yeah, he just smokes weed and thinks up crazy rules Uh in Nelly's poker room. And then he, like, has his wife transcribe them and then mail them to Ice Cube. (laughs) You also, you you can't buy Don Nelson. Right, exactly. He's too rich. <laughs> he already has real estate in Qatar. <laughs> and also, he already has all his friends in Nelly's poker room. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't need, need more he friends. Need anybody. Maybe they can <laughs> paint themselves in for an extra couple hundred bucks, but yeah. <sighs> well, all right. Uh, all right, I think that's it, right? Anything good. else you yeah. want to talk about? <laughs> nah, that's good. 
We talked about football on this call for like 40 minutes before. So that's why this show was kind of a. I'm going to say I was unfocused. <laughs> we'll release this as a web extra for our Patreon subscribers. Just kidding. Uh, Everyone can hear it. <laughs> Sean, what would you like to uh, plug? Uh, everybody should go to the business every Monday at Little Joy in Los Angeles. And uh, I'm going to have a bunch of NBA stuff coming on Yard Barker in a couple weeks. Oh, and follow the Everything Report on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for me, I you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, mm-hmm. where... I've really been back to tweeting, and it's great. I'm having a hard time picking what great tweets to read you. Um, but I'll go with this one. Uh, do your feet shrink as you get older? My foot is a full size and a half smaller than it was when I was a teen. Or am I just accepting the fact that I'm a tiny little bitch and there's no reason to hide it anymore by wearing shoes that are too big? Whoa. I mean, I guess he's a tiny little bitch. <laughs> Trust the process? Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's get old. That money stacked tall, but only partially my focus. So compassionate, struggle hard for me to cope with. Do a lot for others, not for credit or to soak in. But to have an impact on direction that they go in. Grounded by the roots, hooked to the soil. Recognize the rumble that we in, yeah, it's royal. Crabs in a barrel, wrapped up in foil. Kids grow up scars that are rubbed down with oil. And life didn't change a bit, but I can't grow apart. For those in my position that don't feel me grow a heart. I grew up round love, but we had a slower start. Hooping on the tree and fighting at the park. Lucky we had goddess. We was more blessed than others. We was the deepest family. Nobody had more cousins. The street lights were flickering. Everybody running, no huddle. Cause if you didn't make it, everybody got in trouble. Ah, won't let that money define me. Ah, let my struggles refine me. Ah, know my angels behind me. Young, rich, and in the sticks trying to find peace. I don't get high, and I ain't sell dough. People ask why I did it for my folks. You want to slice the pie, then you gotta have hope. Take the plan serious and watch it go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.